briefest of glances can start the biggest romances. Our eyes were doing the dances and they were making advances. When our eyes met, I was like, hey, now I bet that joke could be the one. Are you the one? Hello and welcome to the Boom Boom Room, your premiere Are You the One podcast. I'm your host, Taylor. And I'm your other co-host, Aubrey. Oh my god, I haven't seen you for months, Taylor. Where have you been? Dead. Ooh, I love it. But we're back for another season of Are You the One? I, yeah. So, I mean, it feels so weird just coming right back into this, but shall we just get into it? No, because I'm desperately searching for my notes (laughs) that I've lost. And if I don't find these, we're just going to have to cancel the whole thing. Because there's 0% chance of me remembering this. (laughs) I mean, uh, well, so first of all, I mean, more than anything, do you want to explain why you sound the way you do? (laughs) Well, so, Aubrey, you are hearing me through a different microphone than everybody else is. And hopefully to them, this should sound just fine. Oh, I'm glad Um, to hear that. But I am, so I'm on the road for work now. And I'm in the most acoustically neutral space I could think to take exclusive access over, uh, which is a minivan. Um, and to paint a more vivid picture, I have a microphone. You know how there are like the the oh shit handles like up on the side by the windows? Yeah. My microphone is taped to that, just sort of hanging down in front of my face. Oh, that's good. Um, we're, we're real good and janky in here. I love it. Oh, Thank God, there it is. Oh, good. Oh, God, thank Fuck God. Fuck me. I was, I was legitimately worried. Like, it was a fun joke for a second there, but then it started to get really real when this wasn't showing up. <laughs> okay, I'm just going to start. Can I just start? Yeah, let's just do okay. it. So, we start in a very weird way this season, which is by individually meeting people. We've, we've never done that before, right? I... Basically, at the end of each season, I just, like, black out, I've realized, and don't remember anything. Um, because the only, like, the thing that most stood out to me from the beginning of this was, are they in the same house, or does the house just always look the same? Slash, is it completely different every time, and I don't notice? No, it, the, the house always, I mean, there are always some, like, pretty noticeable differences for most people. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, okay, sorry. Thanks. Um but no, it's not the same house because they travel to different places in the world, Taylor. They don't just carry the house. I mean, I know that on some level. Yeah, no. Normally they just throw us into like everybody meeting each other at once kind of stuff. Um But in this, we start with meeting just three people. Carrie, Basit, and Jenna. We start meeting people like in like groups of like twos and threes, and then eventually it just decides like and that's everyone who's important for the next two episodes, so fuck everyone else. Okay, so that's something I did want to mention, was I enjoyed that we were, like, sort of meeting each person and finding out, like, why they're single. Yeah. Like, it, it's it's very forced, but, you know, like, I don't know, what do you want from them? Like, I think it was interesting. Because we got, like, Carrie, who's damaged and jumps on beds, Basit, who doesn't want to dumb down who they are, Jenna, who's the vindictive jealous, and. I think it autocorrected because it says Asasha. Asia. Spelled okay. A-A-S-H-A. Who wants to be a queen. Yes. Um, I mean, there are just some great quotes, like the one that's, I'm ambidextrous. 
and yeah. to her sexuality. Obviously, that's a contender for title. Um, the other one is too wordy, but I also really liked it. Is I'm single because I'm damaged, which like that should just be the title of the show. <laughs> Both of those I are said by o- Carrie. I liked, I liked the opener of the show, what which was, was just I'm bisexual and I fucking love it. Oh, yeah. Like that's the that's the op- that's what they decided to open the season with. Yeah, which I think also sets the tone for just how many times they are going to hit us over the head with, and anyone can be your match. Oh, they, I wanted to keep a running counter, but I just kept forgetting of how many times they managed to sneak in somebody saying, and anybody could be my match. Right. As if we're going to forget what the concept is. <laughs> just for the first couple of episodes, I just need to really remind you. Um, I get that. But also... Did you know that anybody could be anybody's match, Aubrey? I didn't. That's the weird thing, is I missed that in all of the marketing. And the subtitle for this season, Come One, Come All. <laughs> um, so, I, so, so then, so, you know, we meet those first three, and then Asia and Jonathan come in, and Jonathan, oh no, Basit is instantly like, oh my god, he's beautiful, I love him, I want him. And I'm like, girl, it's been five fucking seconds. Like, calm your fucking shit. Um, This was, like, this whole meet and greet portion of the show, I feel like, and this is also a running thing throughout these two episodes, it's just moving so fast. Oh, very. Um, but so then, so, so, so the thing, the reason why I honestly brought up the whole Basit and Jonathan thing is because literally, I'm like, I'm typing out, like, girl calm down it's been literally five seconds and then it like cuts to kai coming in and he's giving his intro and i'm like oh i love him and i want him (laughs) (laughs) and i like i have in my notes i'm like i know i'm a hypocrite which was just for me calling myself out (laughs) i so jonathan being a bank manager is phenomenal because he has this i'm going to throw a quote at you Mufasa has a mane, and I'm into that mane. Yes! Um, if you can guess who said that. Oh, um, yes. And I can just picture him in a bank, being him, but also being a manager, and I love it. I it's have to great. imagine, I, 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 you know, I don't know this, obviously, but I have to imagine he has his hair tied back in some extreme way at a bank. I mean, maybe not. Maybe we're out of place. I mean, he's the manager, man. He can let it fly. I also love, I I do enjoy that when they were talking about, like, it felt almost like he was lying about that because he's like, oh, what kind of stuff? And he's like, bank stuff. Which, like, (laughs) I get that's pretty much the old, like, there's nothing really more to explain about it. But also, way to make it sound like you're fucking lying. That's like on Survivor when like the cop comes on and doesn't want to tell people he's a cop because he thinks people will think he's good at the game. And they're like, yeah, and what are you? And he's like, I'm a ceramics man. <laughs> and it's like, really, dude? Like, you're a cop and this is the best lie you could come up with? Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ, no wonder you're on Survivor for money. Uh, um, you know, so we get some more people. Uh. Oh, we get uh, Brandon, who has the one earring, which is so gay, and I love it. Um, And then we get Justin, who talks about how people have always been extremely disposable. (laughs) That's not at all worrying. Don't worry, that's fine. He didn't mean it. 
right? Um, and I, yeah, like just straight off the bat, I'm like, oh, like I see who he's gonna be for this season. Cool, 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 cool. Um, except it ended up being someone else. Not to get ahead of ourselves, oh, but like, yes, you are you're a whole episode ahead of ourselves, honey. Yeah, well, we'll get there. Right. Oh, also, fun fact is the tattoos on his shoulder, the two little triangles. Um, I believe that they're like the 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 alchemaic signs for like wind and earth. Or maybe for water and fire. One of those duos. I don't know. Fun fact. I just sort of noticed yeah, that it was, and wrote it down. That was a great fact that was at best a guess. <laughs> Hold on. Um Alchemy Wind. Oh, good. We're waiting for you to Google it. Shut the fuck up. You've made me... Yeah, no. Okay, I was right. It is Wind and Earth. I mean, you named all of them like you were going to be right. Well, no. Okay, so here's the thing is I, I, I knew it was fucking Wind and Earth, and then you made me fucking doubt myself. I don't think I said anything. I know, anyway, but then I said it on a recording. I was right. Just kind of all of myself doubt and backtracking. It's Wind and Earth. I was right. <laughs> Can we get to Terrence entering? Uh, give me a second. Oh, well, I mean, there's that quick little house meeting where we learn that this is literally Paige's way of coming out. That's Which, true. I This is not the way I would recommend, but you do you. I mean, what a power move to be like, hey, yeah, I was on a TV show. And like three seconds just, in, they're like, oh, oh. I, but, but so like my thinking is. If you, if this is your coming out, I'm going to assume you've been, like, concerned about the reaction people will have. And I feel like getting on TV and just having sex is not, like, the recipe for acceptance, you know? Like, for, I'm not saying it should be this way, but I'm saying, like, I don't know. No, I I mean, I get what you're saying. Like, Like, of all the shows to come out on, is it gonna be Are You The One? Well, and it, it's like, I don't know, I'm afraid of swimming, so I'm going to go out into a boat in the middle of the ocean and jump off, and you're going to just drive away and leave <laughs> me there. It's like, no, like, this isn't, this isn't how you, like, sure, I guess you could do it that way, but like. Well, I will say, at least this way, she doesn't have to be in the room when they find out. I do think it's interesting. I'm completely changing gears and tone here. But it is interesting that they, like, this season all have this one big thing in common, which is, like, a coming out story and, like, being queer. Totally. Very specifically, like, is, what's the umbrella term that they're using? They're using bisexual a lot, but one of them has already said they're not technically bisexual. Yeah, I mean, queer, uh, gender, no, sexually fluid, that's not necessarily true. Just go with queer. It's the easiest one. Cool. (laughs) Um, but that is kind of an interesting, like, I don't know. It was interesting. Uh, uh, What I really like is just even from the house meeting, we get to see that casting wise, you have people like Paige who aren't out. You have people like Basit who have probably always been out because of stereotyping. Um, because let's be honest, he was Basit when, or they were Basit when they were fucking... Five years old. They were never not Basit. I very much believe. Like, you can't turn that off, I don't No, think. and I don't think they've ever tried to. Or they probably, uh, bullying. Anyways, no. So, I like that you have, like, sort of 
you know, that sides. But then you also have people like Max, who is bisexual and he's out, but he's also still very new and sort of like coming to terms with it in his own way. And you sort of have the whole spectrum of self-acceptance and LGBTness of it all. And I really enjoy that. So I don't... So, so at this point, when Terrence comes in, the next line of my notes is just in all caps, everyone is attracted to all gender identities. <laughs> oh, really? Mine is stop calling it extensive. It was a BuzzFeed quiz. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. I also have a quote that I don't remember the context of that maybe you can help me with. And sure, 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 sure. Um, and the quote is, I will love you forever, but if you fuck me over, I will be petty enough for me to fuck your family. Yes! I have, I have in my notes, Kylie fucked someone's family. <laughs> but do you... How did this one come up? I don't remember. I was so concentrating on getting the quote down. I think they were talking the about their down. flaws with relationships. Um, and sort of where they're at emotionally. And hers is she feels a lot about loyalty, but also she's petty and vindictive. So, you know, she, she, she'll, she'll, she'll be your girl up until you fuck her over and then she'll fuck your family. And I think she's speaking As, from experience. I mean, that seems awfully specific to not be. Um, honestly, I don't, for this first episode in general, I feel like I don't have a lot to say because most of it goes down in number two anyway yeah um but i did from this scene with terrence notice that it was sort of interesting that the show makes the assumption that the right person for someone who's sexually fluid is somebody who's also sexually fluid yeah which is the term that they were using i'm realizing otherwise i would have never come up with that oh cool. again i don't know how technically accurate it is but i mean yeah you know it's it's interesting because some of them may be bisexual, which isn't a fluid sexuality inherently. I mean, some of them may be bisexual and sexually, whatever. It's a whole thing. Um, I'm sure it'll develop over the course of the season anyway. I'm sure it won't. Uh, <laughs> I am 100% certain that the show has no fucking care to be like, oh, I'm sorry, did our all of our fucking like promo and advertisement stuff use the wrong term? We'll change it now, even though it's done been recorded this whole fucking time. I, so I don't want to get ahead of ourselves because I do kind of want to have this be what we oh, wrap up with. Okay. But tonally, I will say the show surprised me a little bit. Uh, are but we going to are we talking about Dr. Frankie? No, oh. that's a whole, other, that's a whole other fucking thing. I which just, we're almost at. So let's. Well, okay. So, so. Um, so for, I'm trying for, to stay chronological know, here. Okay, yeah. so for this little area, the only other thing I have to say is Danny talks about how this is the hardest season yet. Um, which is interesting, because, you know, this is some random statistic stuff, because I read that blog. Uh, he's both... Uh, which, let's, let's name it, because oh. I'm assuming episode one, we might actually have some new listeners. Yeah, it's areyoutheblogspot.com. Um, there's a link to it on the Reddit. So, um, because Danny mentions that it's the hardest season yet, which, individually speaking, it, it's true. So, at the beginning of season 11, there were 40 million possible, like, matchup combinations. Wait, season 11? Season 7. Okay. Did I say season 11? Doesn't matter. Okay. So I heard it. For season 7, at the beginning, <laughs> there was 40 million possible, like, different matchups that could happen 
um, like as the group. Whereas with season eight, there's only two million starting permutations. Interesting. Which is a lot so, lower. So for a for a specific person to find their match, there are more options to choose from, so it's more difficult. But in terms of the group figuring it out, there are fewer possibilities. Correct. That's kind of wild. Yeah, right? Super interesting. First of all, let's talk about the biggest news of the whole two episodes. Challenges are back. Were they gone? Yes, do you not remember the fucking Wheel of Fate? They got their intern. Oh, that was so fucking, fucking stupid. I right. forgot about that. Yeah, no, I know we'll fucking wonder that's not back. That was the worst. Uh, uh, yeah, and it also wouldn't work for this. I mean, I guess it yeah. like, they could just like say here are four people going on a date, but no, that wouldn't have worked. Um, so do we want to move on to the after party? Yes. Is the best, the, like, after, I don't know what it's after. The first night after is arriving, what I, I guess. It. Yeah, the first night. I like that better. Um, yeah. Um, there's a lot of butt grabbing. Oh, like uh, that's just immediate. So, so much touching. Jasmine's accent. I love it. It is so southern. <laughs> I love it so much. I, I have a quote for her, and I don't know what she's saying. She says, I do like to go mud bogging, maybe? <laughs> I remember that i remember not knowing what she said and just i just let that one go i i wrote it down because i just had to be like i don't i don't know what mud bogging is if anyone does please let us know i i can't i don't know if it's like mud tobogganing which sounds pretty fun <laughs> but like where are these mud hills like what i have to imagine it's, it's literally like m mud swimming of some sort I feel like, I hope we don't, or you're not coming across as, like, really ignorant and, like, everybody but us knows what this fucking thing is. I mean, don't get me wrong, this may be a very culturally normal thing in some places, but I can fucking promise you on the northern east coast, it ain't. We don't get mud like that. Do we want to dive into, like, just the couples? Because I feel like that might be the totally. best way to chunk these up until we hit some other random things. For sure. I mean, so the very first one is Jenna and Kai. Kai has the most interesting voice. Like, I immediately thought they should have a podcast. <laughs> yeah, I get that. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, sorry. So I want to. You go. I was only going to say that I want to, I think, try at this point to at least I'm going to speak in terms of just this first episode. Okay. Because my opinion on Jenna and Kai changed a lot oh, from my first impression. Vastly. I was loving it. Like, I forgot how much I hate watching, like, people say nice things about themselves and each other in this format. <laughs> but, but, like, objectively, it's, like, nice. And I know that. Like, it's super heavy, super fast. But this is nice, I guess, right? Like, they seem really cute. Yeah. This is a me problem. Of just like, <laughs> I just hate watching just other people having met each other. Emotional intimacy. It's just, it's, I feel like, honestly, I felt like it was unearned emotional intimacy. Like, oh. we haven't met them. They don't know each other. Fully. Like, we're, it's, again, with the theme of just so fast. No, I agree. And I have that in my notes, too, of like, this, this whole conversation was 
super weird to be like, oh, what are you into? I'm really into self-introspection, which self-introspection is a whatever. Not going to complain about that. It's not a hobby, is that what you want to say? No, it's the fact that you don't need the word self. Introspection in, in inherently means it is of yourself. You can't introspect for other people. Yeah, let me just cash in my ATM machine and I'll take your point to the bank. <laughs> my automatic ATM. Anyways, um, what I will say is that one of them, and I don't know which one, uses the term emotional intelligence and they both sort of start using that term in the conversation. And I do just have to say, queer people are better than straight people. Ain't no straight person on this show ever talk about emotional intelligence. And I appreciate that that's what we're bringing, is probably 50 to 60% of these queer fucks have been to therapy, and I'm living for that. Well, and that's, that's one of the things, too, that I think is so interesting. And it's like, I'm trying to not rip as hard on people as I want to because like I feel like there's a genuine effort being made here you know this this is as much as it's hard to watch on tv sometimes like awkward I mean let me put it this way this podcast is the closest thing to filming a conversation I come and I still don't manage to come across as not awkward on it (laughs) and I just have and I just have total control over everything yeah yeah no I mean that's the thing it's like for as much as, you know, it's a terrible TV show that I love and I hate. These people have seemed more sincere than past seasons have, even at this point in the show. Right, like, we're on episode one and I feel like we're doing an okay job of, like, acknowledging flaws. That's while also being, like, stupid and, what's the word I'm looking for? Hose. Infatuated, just immediately. Oh, yeah. I, or hose, sure. I mean... That's the other thing, is, is so far there has not been sort of a, a cutaway for a person talking about relationships, where they are not brutally honest about themselves. And, like, in the past we've kind of seen that, although not really. What I will say is we've, we've seen it a lot with the women being like, oh, you know, I consistently date people who treat me this way and I let them. And then with guys, it's like, I just keep accidentally cheating on bitches. Oops. <laughs> I'm not a player, bro. Right. Um, but with this, like, ev- like everyone um, has been sort of like, here's where I fucked up. And, like, here's where I have fucked up. And it- it's-, it's refreshing to see everyone sort of be that kind of honest about themselves. I agree. And I think, like, Jenna and Kai were really cute about kissing each other, too. Like, right. it- That was nice. It was. It was very sweet. So then we have Amber and Noor? Yes. Um. Sorry. Let me just say, I know you know what I'm going to say. Go for it, go for it, go for it. So fast. So fast. So, so, so fast. Yeah, no, I have a, I have a, I I was honestly laughing at my notes about them from later on in the same episode. Um, But, but honestly, like, listening to Nor talk about her childhood and growing up conservative, her dad getting deported and then getting married at 21, like, oof, that's a lot. Um, although I will say, as far as we know, I think she's the first divorcee on the show. Oh, yeah, I think you're right. Um, didn't even cross my mind. That's kind of fun. Right. I just, straight people at least know to fucking hold on to their baggage for a little while longer. Like, <laughs> hello, nice to meet you, my name is, before, like, 
your entire tragic past. See, here's the thing. Here's the thing with uh, queer people and, and, and the weird mixing of queer people in the show is queer people meeting. One of the first things you do is like, oh, well, like, what was your shitty coming out story or not shitty one? But surely you have some shitty story to share. Um, because that's something that all LGBT people can bond over is having some shitty thing. Um, I mean, yeah, and I, like I think that's something that came up already in the episode too, which was interesting right. to see. It's just also but, super weird when it's like, oh, here's my shitty thing, person that I might be romantically involved in in the next three to five days, and and that's and, sort of the weird mixture. Well, and I don't want to feel. Like, I feel like we're ragging on these people for being emotionally honest with each other, which I don't really mean to be. It's just watching it is so. No, I'm, I'm much. I'm, I'm fully it's so fucking... fast. <laughs> That's the thing is like, is like fully. This is what you do with like other LGBT reading. You don't do this on your first fucking date, which is what this night is for everyone. Any two people alone together within the first 48 hours of being in this house, you have to treat it like a first date. And none okay, of them yeah, are doing you know what? that. No, you did it. You nailed on why this is awkward. And it's because this, this whole show is being on a date. And this is not date behavior. No. first date behavior. This is like third date behavior. I, I will say. Where it's like, we're not super into it yet. But we're at the point where it's worth you knowing what shit's going to go on. Yeah. I, I do have a note here, which is super off tangent for all of this. Um, I really love the way Nor talks with her hands. And like, I didn't notice. I know, and I just sort of had that sort of thought of, it, and I was like, "Oh, that's a weird one that I should write down." Because, like, I've, I've, I don't really have sort of like thought or noticing of people very often. But it was when her and Amber were in the confessional, and she was like talking with her hands, and I was like, "I just really love how she's doing that." And what a weird thought to have, and I thought it should be shared. I'm gonna have to keep an eye on that, yeah. but. I honestly just really now want to push past and go to uh, Remy. This guy. Oh, um, wait, no, no. What do you mean push past? Are, Taylor, have you never been pissed on? You've never pissed on anyone? You've never pissed on someone? <laughs> um, first of all, first of all, I mean, beyond everything else, I, my first comment is, what a creep. Like, not because he's into piss play. I have no problems with people being into piss play. God, I hate that I've said that word so much. Um, <laughs> um, my problem is that upon hearing someone say that they're not into piss play, his response was, oh, you're boring. And, like, it was a joke, but also, like, I'm sorry, you're the one asking complete strangers if they're into piss play. You don't get to act like they're the fucking weird ones. No, no, no. He's really charming. Oh, like, I he forgot. seems obnoxious. Yes, but he's really charming. This and is I don't this hate persona him. No one does ever not hates get him. old. Yeah, no, nobody. <laughs> um. <laughs> so it's funny because in this Remy section, there's a little piece about Kai because Remy is into Kai. Um, yep. And we get to see a couple people talk about how Kai is cute, and it's funny because it's like, oh, I also like Kai. Thank you, everyone who I don't care about for validating my feelings about this TV person for me. I mean, Kai is cute. Kai He's is got cute. one of those faces that's like, yeah, like, I get it. Like, totally. That's, there's some mass appeal there, for sure. Um, also, I just wanted to, to call out, because he talks about how he deletes Grinder and then remakes it every time he gets back on. 
And uh-huh. like, I felt called out by that statement. <laughs> like, how fucking dare he? The last thing I do have to say about Remy is he's right. I don't hate him in the way that I normally would. Because, like, the very sort of last thing we get of him from this moment is him watching Kai and Jenna go off and him talking about how he's gonna have to, like, get in between them because he's a messy bitch. And then laughing like an evil villain from a Disney show and then downing an entire glass of red wine. And (sighs) (laughs) I I loved it. I loved every second of watching that. I had to pause it and rewind it and watch it again because I love, I love someone who is unremorsefully evil and like he knows he's going to be the villain of this season. And I think that's what he came here to be, quite frankly. I'm going to be mad if he makes me like him. Oh, that's the thing. I don't like him. I don't think he's a good person. I don't like him. I would never want to hang out with him. I love him as a character on a TV show. Fair enough. I want to see him murder somebody. Because I also want to see him get chased by the police and thrown in prison. Like, I would hate him in real life. But as a TV character... I don't have this passion for Remy, but what I did notice that I thought was kind of interesting is that all of the confessionals are as couples. They are moving so fast. <laughs> like, usually in the beginning, people will talk to the camera alone, at least for a little while, but nope, like, everybody is just immediately coupled Except up. for Remy. He's always on his own. He's the villain. Well, yeah, but he... I'm going to be mad if I end up liking him. Um, but no, I want to I talk about Danny, because I actually oh. have a clip. That's Wait, no. The tech- okay. Okay. First, I do want to say something, because this is my other note about Amber and Noor. Because they come up and they announce to everyone that they are perfect matches. Um, and my thought was, what like powerful lesbian energy that sort of gave me <laughs> of... Of of two women in a relationship, or not really, coming up within hours of having met each other and been like, yes, we are moving into each other. We are moving in with one another. Like, <laughs> I know. Oh, those- I mean, didn't you make a joke about this for the, yes. our, our teaser episode that uh-huh. ended up being a fucking full-length episode? Yeah, the fucking U-Haul joke. Look. Yeah. It's, it's true, and I know it is, because my mothers are lesbians, and they both bought a U-Haul. They had too many. Can I now please talk about Danny? Yes, you may. I love him. Because because I have a clip. That technology is here now where I can play clips. <laughs> um, and uh, I think I'm just going to play it. I think people see me as being a square. I embrace that. Green? But I got a little rogue in me. You know, I got <laughs> a little uh, slithery underbelly. I wish you could see his fucking face. I can in my mind. That. You know, I'm into some freaky <laughs> man, you know, like, not foot stuff, but other, <laughs> other things. I, I oh. want you to know, I have that entire fucking paragraph, like, transcripted in my notes. I started writing it down when it just kept, he kept saying better and better oh. things, and I got longer and longer, and I was like, oh, this is going to be a clip. I just have to play it. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. I got a little slithery underbelly. Yes. Like, Danny, you're my favorite man. I'm into freaky stuff. Not like foot stuff. <laughs> like, I have limits. Also, I love that, that like, 
<laughs> what the episode seems to be implying is that what he thinks of as freaky stuff is wearing a skirt. Which, like, right, so, that's not... So- so when he came out cross-dressing, I was so excited that he was just going to be the dean for this season and just be the guy from Community. Because between the like weird personality, slithery underbelly lines, and then the immediate cross-dressing <laughs> is just... If he can just play that character, this oh, will be a really good season. I love because him. Because I, I love it so much. I it's love so Danny fun. so much. Like... I know that the, for this first episode, like, Kai has sort of been my focus, but Danny, honestly, is such a cutie, and also, I want to make out with him. I, I am hoping Danny can stay a favorite beginning to end. Me too. So, so then we get the Nora and Justin stuff, which, like, I honestly don't even want to spend that much time on. I mean... Justin was in the Navy. That's yes, a stereotype I know. that was held up. There are up. so many good, good jokes about Justin being gay in the Navy. I do yeah. have that written down. <laughs> but, like, they're, yeah, they have great tattoos, that, but... That's really all I can say. The, the whole, the takeaway for that whole situation for me is Nor, I'm being tugged by both. But she also, like, already made a promise to What's-Her-Face, and it's like, Okay, like I'm getting, I'm starting to get the picture here. Where it's <laughs> like, like I see what your problem is now. <laughs> and Nor would be fine if she wasn't being so dramatic about it. And then Amber needs to calm down. She also, Nor just made a commitment. I feel like she was not ready to make and immediately regretted. Yeah, like she just shouldn't have said that. No, yeah, like, this wouldn't really. have been a big deal if she just didn't say that. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, hold on, I have to cough again. <laughs> Do we want to go into the challenge? Yes, let's. Sorry, I figured water might help. Um, um so, so this the challenge, challenge. Oh no, go ahead if you know the name. Uh, obstacles of dating. Oh, I called it relationship hurdles. Well, no, because that's only one third of it. Oh, I gotta be honest, I. This one, I don't know. This didn't hold my attention for some reason. <laughs> um, well, so first of all, we get introduced to Dr. Frankie, who looks herself to be sexually fluid. Um, that's a stereotype, clearly because of the colored hair and the tattoo, but still. Um, God, I really hope they did not get a straight relationship therapist for a bunch of LGBT well, And that's the folks. thing, it's like, if she didn't look a little out there, I'd be like, she's not ready for this show. <laughs> Like, because this this is not just, you know, queer counseling. This is like queer plus, you know, where these are people who quote the show. We suck at dating. These are people who suck at dating. Like, right. We need extra help. I do love that. Dr. Frankie, I hope you are not like Dr. Phil and have like actual fucking useful shit to offer these people. Um, I do also enjoy that her, her she has a tattoo of a naked woman on her arm. I didn't catch that. Oh, it's like a woman like standing in a power stance in like underwear and like combat boots. And I love it. Um, anyways. I mean, my takeaway from this challenge were just the incredibly forced metaphors that Terrence was throwing out there. Oh. Which I might grab a clip of and throw in here. Yes. Because they were so bad. You have to jump over the hurdles or duck under them if you've never dealt with them because we needed to do something. Um, 
you had to 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 walk in tandem over the minefield of relationship problems and you had to get rid of like baggage of like issues you've had and stuff honestly them mentioning the baggage part only made me wish i was watching baggage oh don't bring up that show that's a whole other we should thing do... we need to start a podcast on i was about to say we should totally do a podcast i that. don't think that show's still on but god i wish it was oh there are people pulling up next to my car right now and the picture here is a very weird one. They're going to think I'm the craziest <laughs> person in the world. I have a microphone hanging from the roof of my car in front of me with just like a laptop and like wires spread about everywhere. Okay. It, I'm sort of, because I'm, you did say we need to go faster, so I'm trying to go faster. Yeah, thank you. There's so only, the challenge happens. Well, so there's only one part of the challenge that I really, really, really need to talk about. Okay. Which is Carrie immediately falling down on her ass <laughs> as she jumps over the here the, the the hurdle of fear of being vulnerable which like what an amazing physical comedy joke that could not have been planned better than it was executed i mean they were definitely very satisfied oh they were that. that one had uneven legs that one was like fucking set up to make people fall <laughs> but that was like a fucking great bit, and also that was the only part of the whole thing I cared about. Um, I mean, agreed. My my note was even less specific. It's just two people fall. <laughs> so the winners uh, in first place, we get Basit and Kylie. Oh fuck! I just realized my whole I've been like, who's fucking Kyle? Uh, that's Tumblr autocorrecting <laughs> Kyle. Lee nice. to Kyle. I forgot that you take your notes in Tumblr. Hey, shut which the, is the f- most. It's fuck. that's still the most insane thing I've ever heard. Ah, whatever. Fuck you. Um, in second place we have Jasmine and Paige, and in third place we have Justin and Nor. Um, and I put this as a as a note of like going into the date. I'd vote for Justin and Nor. That seems like the obvious choice of who to vote for. Yes, I agree. Okay. Uh, so the date we don't see it. They went snorkeling. Seemed like it would have been cool to watch. And kayaking a little bit. Oh, wait, we skipped a piece. More importantly, I did want to talk about Kai sort of inviting Jenna to come watch him and be with him while he does testosterone. That was really sweet. Yeah, no, that was a... That was, again, like, such a tonally weird moment for the show. Where it's almost like, hey, are you guys trying? Like, are we trying right now? It feels like they're trying, and I hate it. It feels like a trap, is what it It feels like. It does. It feels like I'm getting invested in in these LGBT people and their queer relationships, and like MTV might actually give a shit about them, and I know it's a trap. I know it is. I can see the fucking spike walls, and I'm walking in there. There's just no way it can stay good. But that said, that that was a good scene. It was. Like, also, they're almost trying to live up to the finding love thing, it feels like, this I know. season. Even it if does. they're doing it so fast. So fast. But yeah, no, I, I especially just wanted to hit that point because it comes up later. Cool. Um, um, but we get the can date. I go through my major beats for the date? And if you have anything to add, feel free. Oh, sure. Do you want to go by couple or just overall? Uh, I'll be really fast. Basit and Kylie. Uh, Basit is a drag queen. Justin yes. and Noor, they kissed. Jasmine and Paige, they're friends. Right. Basita's such a cool S- dude, and he seems so fucking 
Like, I thought he was going to be very loud and obnoxious, to be fair. <laughs> oh, I totally did, too. I did not think Vasit was going to be as fun and, like, on the nose with their timing as they were. But the other thing is that one of Noor's strengths that she lists about herself is uh, being a support system for somebody, which is, like, a very valid thing to say and not what I expect from this show. Yeah, I mean, fair enough. Um, I want to move on to the next episode. Yeah, sure. We just jump right into it, too. The briefest of glances start the biggest truth. Um, so Terrence enters and we are going into the truth booth. Whoop, whoop. Um, the Vasit's prime rib stakes are so high. What? The prime rib stakes are so high is a line Who from the that? Vasit! Oh, Vasit's a treasure. Also, they're here to play the game, too. Like, they're talk about picking smart rather yes. than like picking themselves, which everybody else wants to do. Right. Um, I, I do have a, I, I have a little note here about how Amber is being so fucking salty about this. Um, but at least she's being straightforward and like, oh, to your face and not like super shit. She's like, this isn't going to work. And when it doesn't, it's my turn. I don't know. And I can appreciate that. Like, here's the thing is it's going to happen in the next five minutes. Just fucking calm the fuck down. Because on the other hand, <laughs> we have Jonathan, who's also super fucking salty, but he's not like yelling and catcalling at them, which I appreciated. But also, who got the next turn? The one who was kind of annoying about it or the one who just kept quiet? Uh, the, we'll talk about that later. Fair enough. Uh, so yeah, they go. It's a no match. Duh. Well, we didn't even we didn't even say who it was. Oh, I'm sorry. It's Norrin Justin. And it wasn't a match. Justin no. is like actually sad, and then they have a weird fight. Yeah. Also, yeah, I the thing is, yeah. Sorry, I skipped through the truth. It's because like I literally wrote down that it was Norrin Justin, and that it was a no match, and then I wrote down my first like note after that, which was called it. All before they got finished talking with Terrence. Nice. That's how fucking. I mean, like it's week one. First of all, the chances of it are astro fucking Second of all, let's be frank. Even if they were a match, no way the producers would let that fucking happen. No, they would shuffle know, I, shit around. I don't believe that. I think it would have been allowed to happen. But I. I'm more interested in diving into the fight that they have. Oh, uh, totally. In which and whose side of it you're on. Who? Oh, do you want me to go first or do you want to go first? Go first. I am not on a side because I think both of them have really valid things. So, because from Justin. So, so Nora admits to Justin that throughout the whole process, she honestly felt more connected to Amber. And he's pissed about that because he's like why did you waste my time which to be fair it's not a waste of time that's not how this works um, that's harsh wording and i think that was the major flaw in what he was saying but i right. i feel his sentiment but also i feel like i i also i get why he's pissed and i think that's super valid like the fact that he was here putting his emotions into her and she honestly wasn't doing the same fucking sucks because he thought she was because that's the thing, is it's not like he was doing it to someone who showed no interest in him. He was doing it into someone who 
who who acted in ways that would suggest that he was her number one choice. Um, yeah, he he was wishing that she just was more honest about right. the level of feeling she had, and and reacted maybe a little bit poorly. But frankly, I don't know. I well, and so I also fully, I find it hard to really fault him for for this one. Except you know, for the fact that he did say play with your heart three times in this yeah, conversation. Which is dumb. I fault him for that. I fault everyone for that. No, yeah, no, fully. I, um, I, you know, I, I, the only thing I might fault him for is maybe his word choice, but ultimately, like, his emotions are valid and I get them. Um, but on the same side, I, I understand where Nor is coming from. And I think you know had just had had i don't know and maybe this is just a, a, a an opinion that i'm pulling out of fucking nowhere but maybe if justin wasn't like as emotionally involved if he had been a bystander of this happening to someone else he might have been more understanding that like she is a person who grew up with sort of compulsory heterosexuality she was forced to be straight her whole life because of society so for her Choosing to go with the non-straight option is a lot harder, and I super get that, and I understand why, and I do think she still should have picked Amber, obviously, but I, I also I, super sympathize. I agree, and I do think it's an important distinction to say that, like, I don't really, like, I get why she, she did the wrong thing, but I don't think she was malicious about it at all. No, I think you know, she's It's not right. like she was intentionally leading him on, she just... She just was could overwhelmed. I genuinely. I, I think her wording of it was actually really accurate, which was I played it safe and I fucked it up. Yes, that, that I'm glad you wrote that down because I when she said that I was like, okay, like I forgive you, right? Um, and Justin clearly was not in a place to forgive her, <laughs> which which is fair because later on we they have like a five second like sorry bro whatever. And, and it's awkward, but it's Because it, it should be. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, do we want to move on to Kai? Kai being a horny boy? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. Walk us through the situation while I crank the door open to this car, because it is so unbelievably hot. So, 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 at the beginning, you know, at the very beginning of it, we, we get to hear him talk about how he's never been in sort of a situation where, um, where they felt very, like, asexually attractive. And be comfortable with their sexuality. Um, and so, obviously, in a house where, I've, you know, in a, in a funny sort of twist of fate, he's one of the hottest commodities, quote unquote. Uh, you know. Oh, yeah, no, he is, he is like. It's because he appeals guess, to everybody. Right? He's got that fantastic androgynous thing going on. Right? That is just, you can see in this person what you would like to see, I feel like. And he's like. also just so cute and like bubbly, as I guess the word I'm going to use for it. Oh, the, um, the personality was super appealing until basically this conversation. Well, so, so yeah, we get to see, like, so I, I can kind of understand that. Like, if, if you are never before have been sort of that sort of sexually confident in a place where your sexual confidence means anything, going out of control, honestly, is, is to be expected. It's like people at college. The more repressed, the wilder they go. You know, like honestly, for a moment, I was prepared to give them that, but no, I'm. I gotta call bullshit on this one. They knew they were being shitty, and they chose to be shitty. Like, 
I there are a bunch of extenuating circumstance and this and that going on, but at the end of the day, they clearly knew what they were doing was wrong. So wait, where are you? Because there, it, it was so much. Like it was I'm a full any, episode. I'm anywhere at this point with Kai. I've had it to hear with you, buddy. So I think at the beginning when he was like going around the house flirting with people, that was fine. That was whatever. It was just lame, though, because, again, like, if you communicate your intentions with the other person, basically anything goes in this game, as far as I'm concerned. But when you don't communicate your intention and you tell people one thing and do another, you're being shitty. Like, all, all, all the difference is, com- is communicating it, but, like, that's a big difference, I feel like. So for, for me, because Jen is literally asleep thinking they're cool. No, he's okay, going around okay. grabbing people like that's I'm, I'm, chill. No, I'm way before that. No, no, no. This is way before Jenna ever goes to sleep. This is before they go to the boom, boom room. This is when she is like doing her makeup or something. I honestly don't know. She was like maybe getting dressed and he goes downstairs and he's flirting with people. And it's like, okay, they haven't made any kind of commitment to each other at this point. Like, yes, they've been hanging out a lot. But ultimately, it is a show for horny people doing horny stuff. Although this season seems both different and so much the same. Um, so, so at that point, I was like, I get why Jenna feels oh, shitty. Oh, right. I, got, I did get way ahead of us. Here, yeah. Just to like, the part where I was that angry. Point, Jenna feeling shitty is understandable, but ultimately so is Kai's feeling of non-monogamy, is how I'm going to put that. Um, like, there has been no sort of... Yeah, no, at this point, nobody's done anything wrong yet, really. Like, Mm -hmm. they've upset each other, but nobody really went out of bounds. Like, Jenna's trying to keep her issues together, and Kai is not really made any promises. Right. Also, I will say, trying to fuck everybody, valid strategy. But it's kind of something everybody has to be doing. And again, like, I feel like Remy, you know, like, he basically right from the kick was like, yep, this is who I am. Like, right. Like, yep. And as much as I think that I'm just so turned off by that. Oh, right. Like, at least he has the honesty going on. Totally. And like, I can so, appreciate that for what it is. So I do also want to point out, I do enjoy that the Boom Boom Room is located in the fucking living room as opposed to literally anywhere else. And it always has been. And I just thought I'd mention that again. Oh, it is tactically very funny. Um, so Kai and Jenna end up hooking up. Um, well, and also instead of really fleshing out their issues, they do go and fuck, yes, that's which the thing. It's like instead of like, oh yeah, this is I, I'm remembering how this show is now, right? Because so she brings him this issue of it feels like you're not fully into me, and his response is sort of he, he never says I'm fully into you. His response is kind of just. Hey, if I'm you want now. me, come and get me. Yeah. Um, which I do feel like, you know, communication is the main issue with their relationship. Oh, they are 100% not a match. Like, oh, at this moment, no, 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 no. I'm like, they're not a match. No, like, no. They're on such completely different pages right now. We get to that later, though. Um, so they hook up. We get, sorry, this is sort of a side note. This is my issue with Jonathan. As Jonathan is so fucking into Justin, and Justin is so not into Jonathan, and it's so uncomfortable. I am not at all uncomfortable by that, honestly. I feel like they're all on the same page with it, so, like, I'm pretty okay. No, Jonathan isn't on the same page, though. You don't think Jonathan knows? No, 
he uh, if he does, he keeps trying to get like Justin's attention and keeps wanting Justin to like look at him. And Justin has looked at him and is like, "No, thank you." I mean, and that's like, no, no, no. True. He just hasn't seen me yet. <laughs> very Jonathan, he'll bounce back from this. We love Jonathan. I hope he will. Um. So here's where it starts to get. Oh, so then we get also a little mini part with Carrie and Kylie talking. And they uh-huh. sort of vibe because uh, they actually have a very, again, tonally very off for this show, but tonally very correct for life kind of discussion about their abusive exes. Uh-huh. Which, again, like, at least it's the second day, I guess. But still, so fast. Like, good, healthy conversation. But not to have on your first fucking date. Although, you know, maybe for these people at this point, it's like there's so much baggage if they don't start dumping it immediately. Like, well, yeah, that's the other thing. Scratch the it's surface. like for most people, you have sort of as much time as you need. For these people, yeah, sure, this is your first date. but You also only have 10 dates to go through. So <laughs> that is a really fair point that I guess we should consider. And you like, don't get 10 dates with on one a- person. You get 10 dates between all of them. <laughs> yeah, like you're on a real clock here. Like. Right. You can't waste time with what Marvel movie's your favorite. You got to get right into how's the abuse. Day. Yeah. Where's so that? uh so then we jump back to Kai and Remy, who at this point Jenna has gone upstairs and asleep and Kai, Remy and someone else I can't even remember are um laying around talking and drinking. And oh, it was third- Jasmine who wanted no part of it. Oh yeah, Jasmine oh fucking bounces. Good for um, her. Oh, Kai also, or no, sorry. Remy also has a line that I feel like really d- does describe him, which is I'm really good at dating, but I'm bad at relationships. Oh, I thought you were going to describe how Remy says he can't date just one person. And then Kai what? gets super turned on by that. Yes, that, that was also in that sort of thing. Um, <laughs> so, and I don't know if it's because Kai always is kind of like, talking soft and mumbling but boy howdy does he sound drunk i i don't know i do enjoy the line though if she is my match she'll understand that which again only reinforces how not a match they must be no if this is the mentality going into this situation um yeah and so so you know they go and hook up, which by the way is maybe a record for how fast someone's hooked up with multiple people, or like the time frame of hooking up. You know, that's gotta be if that's not a are you the one record, I would be very surprised. Right, uh, I do love Jasmine at the door with her fucking like nightcap on, listening. Jasmine is great. <sighs> I think she's gonna be the Lewis of the season, but less shitty. I, I don't know. I don't think Jasmine, we'll have to see, because Lewis is a very specific role. True. She's just comedy in her own way. Yeah. I, that's really what I mean, though. She's going to be the, the, the sort of one who says funny shit and cutaways and always has the best reactions. I don't know. Basit is, is pretty good for that, too, Basit's, though. Oh, but they're so different. Okay, anyways, that's a whole different conversation. Um, and so also, so, so here's what I'll say is i guess i i wasn't super surprised about this sort of turn of events of of kai being sort of the hoiest of 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 people in the house um because of what i've read about and what i've 
discussions I've had with people on testosterone. And like, it, it is, it is like puberty. I don't mean, no, go ahead. Make your no, point. No. It's just like, I mean, can you imagine yourself at puberty sort of levels of horniness with consenting, willing, sexually attractive partners? Like, I can't fathom that reality existing. And I mean, I get that. And that's a legitimate point to consider, I suppose. But at the same time, like, yeah. hormonally, like, you're ex- going through puberty, but you are still a full-grown goddamn adult. Yeah. And you know the different. You know what you should and shouldn't do, regardless of the urges you're feeling. Like, yeah. Also, I, uh, you, know, you know, I could have a whole discussion about sort of hormone therapy treatment. Um, so we get the next morning, we get Jenna hearing it through house gossip, which is fucking terrible. Well, um, and can I, can I play the clip on this? Oh, God, you're clip-heavy today. Sure, go for it. Hell yeah, I'm clip-heavy. I learned how to do this. Remy is the Babadook of the house. Say his name three times, and you'll find him deep inside you. Ah! Babadook! This is not Are You the Boom Boom Race. This is Are You the Bottom for me. (laughs) First of all, that's Beetlejuice. Also... I do like Danny when they're talking about uh, Kai having had sex for the second time. Danny says, statistically speaking, that would be Remy. I I know. That's what I mean. Like, he already has this reputation. Uh, um, so, you know, then they have a conversation, kind of. Because ultimately, it's both of them just saying what the other person wants to hear. And then both of them going to their own cutaways and saying, I'm not sure I can be myself around this person without them not liking me. That's like, so this was the most like sad conversation I've ever seen happen so early in this show. Yeah. It's like they, they were afraid of each other. Well, hold on. Hold on a second. Hold on. You have another fucking clip? I'm about to. God damn it. <laughs> but uh, honestly, I felt like it was less two people lying to each other and one person, being Jenna, already desperately trying to prove themselves to somebody who really doesn't give a shit. And like, maybe they do like Jenna, I don't know, but they have no interest in accommodating her feelings. Like, Kai said it all with, if they're my perfect match, they'll just forgive me for this. Like, yeah, I'm going to do dumb and bad shit, and they're just going to have to get over it or not. And, like, that's terrible. And Jenna's reaction, instead of being fuck you, is this. I want to be completely honest with Kai, but at the same time, like, Kai's given me ultimatums, like, hey, if you're vindictive, I'm out. And I'm afraid that I'm going to show him something and he's going to write me off. Like, is that not such a red flag to you? So, so, oh, I have so many comments to say. Okay, I want to try to go through them in order of, of how that clip happened in my memory just now. Sure, um, go for it. So, so, I mean, absolutely. The, the whole thing of, like, trying to prove yourself is just not how a relationship should work. And, like... It sucks, because no matter how many times you say that, it seems like some people never sort of figure that out. Are you setting up another clip? Just keep fucking talking. God damn it. This is more annoying than it is. Anyways, 
And then also, I do like, you know, the ultimatum that she gives as an example is don't be vindictive or I'm out. Which, to be fair, that one's not an ultimatum. I do believe that he probably has given some sort of form of them. But that was just a bad example, and I just sort of thought that was funny. Um, because don't be vindictive is not an ultimatum. That's a, I guess, deal breaker. Uh, but then, yes, and then at the very end, you know, we see Kai being very sort of, and he's been this way about everything through this show. You know, it's been two episodes, but about every, like, I, like, even honestly about the testosterone stuff, it feels like he's never been fully serious. And I and it makes me wonder if we're ever going to get to a point where we do see serious Kai as opposed to Kai who, after maybe five seconds of seriousness, will start sort of joking and deflecting. I mean, I honestly hope so. Like, I want to be able to come around on Kai this season. I really do. I do too. I just, oh man. I flipped so hard on them because I really did like them. And then, man, did I not. I think it'll be really interesting. And this is my whole thing about testosterone is, is I wonder how frequently he takes his shots. Um, because that could make a difference in a weird kind of way. I wouldn't know. Uh, I'm just going to talk about T stuff because it, this is the sort of the point where it comes up of, He's acting like a 14-year-old. Well, obviously, testosterone is not uh, an excuse. It doesn't just allow him to get away with it without consequence. Um, it is worth sort of mentioning or noting that I, I, I have read a lot of stories and talked to a lot of people who have sort of described the sort of thing of, like, people changing entirely while they're on hormone treatment therapy, hormone replacement therapy. Don't know which one it's called. HRT, hormone replacement therapy, um, and like it, it can get especially worse. Like, you know, depending on like how frequently shots are and how long they've been doing it. So you know, these are obviously deeply medical questions that I don't expect answers from Kai about. But like, I it would just be sort of interesting to have that information to sort of get to know if this is who Kai just genuinely is as a human. Or if this is Kai at a very bad time, sort of speaking, in like terms of reflections of themselves, because those are two very different opinions that come out of that. And it's sort of weird that you never know. So it's just like Schrodinger's cat of is Kai a shitty person? I don't know if Schrodinger's cat applies, but you are I've, making me wonder if I'm underestimating the effect of the hormone. I will send you some stuff, because I've, I mean, maybe I will. Who knows? It's like 9.30 tonight, so it's a fucking up in the air. Um, but, because, like, specifically, I remember one person basically ruining their entire, like, social life because they acted and they got into drama that was, like, a 13-year-old girl. And it's like, I don't know. It's just weird, and it's shitty, and it's shitty for everyone, and I do feel really bad for Jenna. And I do hope that this isn't like a whole season thing, and I hope it's like a two-episode thing, and it's done at the beginning of episode three. I agree. Like, Jen is handling this like a champ, but she's letting him off way too easy. And she, I'm hoping she puts her foot down sooner she's rather than later. Not, that's my problem. She's, she's not handling this at all. She's just allowing him to be shitty to her. 
I, but so what I feel like is happening though, she's actively trying to avoid her issues because she knows that she's a jealous person and not realizing that this is not one of the ones she has to forgive. Like this isn't her issue. This is like, this is a normal reaction to this situation that you should embrace. Um, <laughs> right. Like you, you just know, happen I'll, to get unlucky with, with the that. first relationship you have here, not actually being related to your issues it is yeah i'll give you that okay but so next up we go into the thing with dr frankie dr frankie comes into the house and they have group therapy session or people just throwing their drama out into public oh yeah so so in sort of the whole conversation of is this who kai is as a person or is this a moment in kai's life because of reasons uh whatever they might be uh, I think what's really interesting is what we see is sort of a talk of polygamy versus monogamy. Um, and it's really interesting because exclusively Remy and Kai are very, like, big on sort of that whole poly shit. I don't know how to phrase that better. Nope, that's just how I'm doing it. And it's, you know, I did have the thought of, you know, maybe Remy and Kai are perfect matches because maybe they both are just poly oh yeah no they very well could be a perfect match because i feel like remy would understand yeah that's the thing is like if they were like and you know it's sort of this weird thing of like he's not shitty for being someone who wants to have those kinds of relationships open polygamous relationships he is shitty for forcing that on someone oh 100 and that becomes a whole different like thing of like now i'm questioning that and it's just very interesting because i don't know because that's what the season is and it's like i've never had to ask these questions about the straight people i always knew who was shitty in the straight people drama or <laughs> uh, no that's not i know who's shitty in this drama too it's kai my question is i always knew why the straight people were shitty they were always able to give me their reasons clearly and for Kai, I don't know if it's who he is or if it's because of how, I don't know. It's so much. Well, and I also love, too, in this, like, airing of the dirty laundry, Kai's whole, like, trying to just say that, like, yeah, no, like, whether or not it bothers you that someone fucks another person is, like, a personal issue. That's not, like, a big thing. And then everybody else now is just like, actually, literally every single one of us other people care about that. Right. Like, you're, like, you are the strange one here, and, like, you do you, but, like, well, don't I, pretend that we're the weird ones. Well, I also like that he says that, and Remy's like, yeah! And everyone's like, <laughs> no. Like, honestly, that's such a big deal breaker for people, too. Like, if it's not Remy and Kai being a perfect match, I'm yeah. calling shenanigans. Right. Because on like they are the only two people in this house who have shown such a such a true fundamental difference in how they view relationships that line up in such a perfect way. Also, I do like Carrie at some point during this so something about oh well it's you know the hormones in the air, and I'm like well no it's it's the hormones inside of him. <laughs> no 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 they're in the air. This oh makes okay. sense. don't don't <laughs> overthink this. Spraying them around the house. He has a little Febreze bottle of his testosterone. <laughs> oh no, please don't do that. That's so... It wouldn't even be anything, but I just hate the thought of it. <laughs> I mean, it's valid. I don't think anyone wants 
that sort of stuff. That is to say, like, biological stuff being sprayed on them. So I, I'm bringing this back on the rails. This is the scene where Nora apologizes to Justin, and it's awkward, and, like, the whole scene in general is sort of, like, weird. But, again, I think it goes into the pile of, like, it seems like they're trying, and, like, don't get me wrong, they're MTV trying. But <laughs> this felt like it almost might have been a genuine attempt, even though it was really just another chance to air Dirty Laundry Well, and, and publicly. it felt very much like, you know, apologies, because her apology was good structurally and, like, what she was saying. The problem is, you have to apologize on their time frame. And it felt very much like Justin wasn't ready to have that apology. I'm hoping we can work on this one. Like, totally. Next time Frankie comes out, it'll be a little better. Right. Sorry, Dr. Frankie. All right. Do you want to go to the matchup ceremony? Oh, yes, let's please. It's okay. so hot in this car. So I am going to just bring up a couple things that are new. Um, for one is how they've staged it. It's different. Anyone could be your match. Oh, sorry, what? It's different now because there's no <laughs> one automatically sitting on the left side. Oh, yeah. Huh. Um, also, instead of the penalty for a blackout being 50% of the money, it's now just 25... 250. Thank you. $250,000. Um, which makes sense, because it is more likely than not that they'll get a blackout on this very first go. Oh, that's... I didn't... I thought it was different, but I wasn't confident enough in that. Yeah. I um, mean, I'm just gonna throw the statistics in here, because we're going chronologically. The chances of a blackout are 58%. That, wow. And also, ironically, if they get a blackout, they both lose money and get the least amount of information possible from that. Oh, that sucks. Right. Um, So actually, before we go too far into it, I want to try and like lump the math stuff together into a little segment we can do. That way people who don't want because they, they kind of are spoilers. Like, I get that argument of it. So people who don't care or don't want to know can easily skip it. Oh, sure. Yeah. I mean, for all the, the sort of big math stuff, I figured that was fine because, you know, even the contestants were talking about the chances of it, sort of. But no, all of the big math stuff will go at the end like we normally do. Cool. Just a, a little point of order, both for us and for the listener, to know how this is going to go down. So I'm going to do uh, what I always do, which is go through the couples and we're going to talk about them. Well, first, I want to describe how I was just feeling going into this matchup ceremony. Oh, how are I'm you? I'm really feeling? upset. Oh, there is a fire-breathing dragon inside of me. Okay, can we talk about this fucking mess of a matchup ceremony now? Why was it a mess? Yeah. Uh, let's start off. So, Nor picks Amber. Great. Uh, this is when she apologizes to Justin, which we've already talked about. Whatever. Um, this makes sense. This, that, that was good. Uh, here's where it starts to get weird. So Carrie picks Kylie. Which, like, they absolutely didn't have that one conversation. And it's clear from everyone's reaction that Basit and Kylie were going to sit together. They basically blatantly say it. But Basit is, like, cool about it. No, yeah, totally. And, it's, like, don't get me wrong. It's not a mess because of the choices necessarily. It's a mess because of sort of the drama that's happened around these choices. Um, so because then we get Max picking Justin because they've hung out and Max has been like, yeah, we're really great friends. 
Which, I mean, it's sort of a weird delineation between friendship and also relationship when they clearly also have physical feelings towards each other. I don't sure. know. So he clearly I mean, also... That... No, go ahead. Oh, he also... He clearly believes that there might be some sort of romantic thing there because he picks Justin. But also, who is Max? Max is the one with the funny hat. But I mean, like, we haven't seen him at He's all. He's the guy right? who is newly or not newly but he is bisexual but he hasn't been super confident with his bisexuality and so he's almost always exclusively dated women but my Um, point is you're saying that because that's the one line he had in these two episodes right well we've also seen him give a massage to justin there's been a couple things where he's been hanging oh he's the person who jonathan has been complaining to the entire time oh is that i i had I guess ignored Max completely then if he's actually been in this show. Oh, also, you know, it's funny. I have a couple. Max has also been hanging out with Amber the entire time she was being ditched by uh, uh, Jenna or by uh, Nor. He was just hanging out with her and he was like her 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 partner in the thing. I was like, he just seems to be like a really chill dude. He's there for people when they feel shitty. Oh, well, now I feel bad. Well, that's probably why he's got no fucking screen time. Yeah. So so Max picks Justin. And Jonathan gets fucking salty about it. Which no one supports, which I think is honestly what makes it just so awkward. I mean, yeah, like to, that wasn't honestly to me, nothing happened in this matchup ceremony like that ranks so low on the level of drama. The show. Offers, I don't know. I like, guess it's because it's, it's just been annoying me the whole two episodes. Of Jonathan basically just constantly talking about how Justin's his and how he's going to be with Justin and Justin will like finally get with him. And it's like, Justin clearly isn't into you. That just so honestly didn't. Oh, I don't know. I didn't even notice it, really. That's really funny. Um, so then Basit picks Justin. And the only thing I have to say is Basit's outfit was fucking Wait, no, he picks Jonathan, doesn't he? Sorry. Basit picks Jonathan, and the only thing I have to say about this is that Basit's fucking outfit was on point. Oh, I mean, I'm expecting that from Basit. Oh, I mean, don't get me wrong, I was expecting it to be stylish, but the fucking open back and the fucking, like, cape arms, it was, it was a 10, no, it was a fucking 11 when I was expecting a 10. Oh, you should play a clip. Shut the fuck up. An audio (laughs) clip of what he looked like? Yeah. Um, also, I will say props to Basit. Basit did what something in people in past seasons have fucking failed to do, which is if you get your match stolen, pick someone else who has had their match stolen. Like I said, though, Basit is playing the game. Oh, I love Basit. Like, they have the one liners, they have the look, and I think they're like mentally here. Yes, Basit is ready to play the game. But also willing to be, like, emotionally involved and not be, like, a sociopath about it. Yeah, no, I think... I, I have very high hopes for Basit. They look means great. I can only be let down, really. But Oh, I know. Not. It's only downhill from here. Anyways, um, next we get Paige and Asia. I stopped writing them at this point. <laughs> they just... They went too fast. I didn't even know who these people were. Like We get Remy and Brandon. I was honestly surprised because, uh, based off of how things lined up i was shocked that remy didn't pick kai to cause drama oh um, i mean i again i'm afraid he's 
fucking going to make me like him by like talking a shitty game and playing the role and then not being that bad of a person. I know, I know. It does. The only bad thing he's actually done is encouraging Kai to fuck him. And, and that's not his Kai shit. Kai played a really big role in that. Yeah. And like. Oh, oh, fully. That's not Remy's. Like, Remy isn't a bad person for doing that. He, I think he is because he did, like, his motives weren't entirely honest either. Like, he's trying to stir the pot too. Sure. But, yeah. But ultimately, he hasn't made a promise to anyone. So. Right. The weight is less on him, even if he was also being shitty. So, and then we get Jasmine picks Jenna, which is wild. Yeah, so this is the next, that's the next one that I noticed happening. Um, and like, I get it. I get that she thinks that Jenna and Kai aren't a match. Which they aren't. But also, wild choice. Like, you, like... I don't know. It's gonna be great if Jenna and Jasmine are, like, one of, uh, are a match. I mean, they they could be. They could be. Um, and then the final matchup is Kai and Danny. <laughs> and so, I have to. Did you notice the really like? So the, it, it was sort of an awkward scene, obviously. But did you notice just the awkward editing around it? Not I. I had to handwrite these notes, so oh. my attention was less on the editing than usual for this. One. Oh, I'm surprised because so. So, cause so Danny says all these compliments, and there's a sort of awkward pause, and then Kai says thanks after like a while, and it comes off. Super I mean, I shitty. noticed that, right? But so if you if you like the, the cuts around it though, because it's like Danny gives these compliments, and then it cuts to like Kai, and then the host, and then like some other place, and then the group, and then it back to Kai. It's like six cuts in four seconds, and then Kai's like thanks. So the so the question that is begged there is was there actually like a weird <laughs> awkward pause where Kai couldn't even pretend to like Danny? Right. Or, or, or like did they or was force Kai that in? just still pissed that he like Jenna got picked, which is reasonable. And like he just said thanks, like and just sort of like wasn't fully there mentally because he's still clearly thinking about Jenna in that sort of scene. Oh um, yeah, like and as much as he is the way he is. I do think that he likes Jenna, at least on some level. Right, you know? I do too. Like, he, he's feeling jealousy, which is fun and kind of ironic. I liked that. Yeah. Fuck you, fucking Bluetooth bullshit. You stepped <laughs> on my line. <laughs> do you want to give that one a second shot? I don't even know what I was saying. It probably did me a favor. Uh, you said that you liked that he was jealous. Oh, yeah, it, and it was a fun, ironic twist, too, that, like, yeah, it's ending with Kai being jealous. Like, that's, that's good that he's feeling that, I think. Yeah, fully. Uh, you know, I just, you know, and again, maybe it's just because I like Kai. Or I feel, I don't know, I liked Kai. I still kind of do like Kai. I have hope that Kai won't be as shitty as he's come off in this episode. Um, I, I hope that. I genuinely do hope that this and was so, just a And so, you know, because of Kai. you, truthfully, I have become so much more suspicious of of editing than I ever have been in my life. I mean, so good. I just, I noticed all those cutting and I'm like, I know I just like him, but I don't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, Danny is such a fucking dad and I love him. Like, not even in like a, ooh, daddy kind of way, but in a, he was wearing fucking slacks and a, like a tucked in polo. And, I would love it if Danny was my father in a non-sexual manner. I 
I think I could be like just actual friends with Danny so far. He yeah. just seems really normal and kind of funny and super weird. And he was making drunk people look at limes in their periphery. Like, that's fun at parties. Like, yes. I don't care how they edited that to seem. That was definitely fun. No, fucking fully. That's the thing is, you know, every season I talk about guys who are hot and I want to have sex with. And it feels so much less weird this season because in a fantasy world where I do have a shot with them, I have a shot with them. It's not <laughs> me talking about straight guys anymore. Um, uh, I would date Danny in a heartbeat. I love him. Um, Danny's pretty cool. So, you know, they could be anyone. Blah blah blah. They get two beams, which is well, big. Hold on, before we even get there, there's one thing I want to mention. Oh, okay, which is the one thing I remember from last season because I think we might have titled episode this. And it was somebody waiting for the beams to light said, my heart is in my ass. <laughs> and then this season, somebody, while waiting for the beams to light, said, my heart is in my butthole. <laughs> Which, honest, like, do they, are they telling them to say this? Like, this, <sighs> what, why? Why, that, and it's a phrase I've never heard said before. Like, nobody says this, right? I don't know. I'm looking it up. Your heart can be in your stomach. Apparently it's something that Ariana Grande tweeted like two years ago, three years ago. So maybe that's uh, the origin story. Yeah, I would believe that. I would believe that it's semi-stuck. So now can I mention that they got two beams? Yes, they did get two beams. They got two beams! Um, that's great. That's one-fourth of the way there. Sort. I mean, I don't know if I'd quite look at it that way, but... Well... Like, they haven't done a quarter of the work. No. Oh, yeah, quick, quick, like, I mean, out of this list of people, do you have any sort of thoughts on who the two matches might be? No, fucking zero. It's so early for that shit. I don't know. I always think it's fun. I'm gonna go with Nora and Amber and Max and Justin. Just because I think they'd all look too good together. I buy that. I like, I'm on board for Nora and Amber. Like, there's, I don't know. I think I'm supposed to agree with that but i do anyway <laughs> um but i do i do enjoy that it ends with terrence just blatantly saying don't try to figure out any strategy <laughs> Finally, did just, it? Oh. yep no he said to them as they walked away don't try to figure out any strategy <laughs> it's because they have Which a fucking just, statistician this season they do every season though i, I feel like every season they're fucking casting statistician <laughs> right like it, you, <laughs> They just need to stop saying that and let them use strategy. Like, it's gonna happen. Like, don't give me they wrong. always it's do not it anyway. Until like episode eight or nine or ten, so they'll give you a whole fucking season of messiness, and they'll do it at the last minute and win. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, do we do we have any math this? I have some week? actually really interesting statistics. All right, so let's go into the math. So get off your ass, let's do some math. Math, 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 math. So first, the math. Um, so starting out this season... Math song. I'm going to put in an actual song there. I just need to figure it out. But go ahead. Great. Um, at the start of the season, aka two episodes ago, there were two million permutations possible. Uh... At the end of this episode, uh, there is only 
160,000 permutations possible. So they've cut it down significantly right from the get-go. Right. Theoretically. Yeah, no, yeah, totally. Um, cool. It's because it's 58% of the outcomes involved it being a blackout. So, like, almost 60% is done away with just by getting a beam. And then they got a second beam. Yeah, I mean, that's big. We're still really far away from, like, the math being spoilers section oh, of yeah. the show. But it'll be really interesting to see how fast, if the math gets it even faster this season than others. I think um, it's, I, I am semi-optimistic for these guys being able to actually pull it off, to be completely honest. And that's a magic number. So, and then in real-time news, and news about these people not being shitbags like all the previous seasons, is, is pretty much every previous season, there's been drama between, like, the castmates. Um, like, a lot of it over Twitter and shit. Okay. Um, but this season, so far there's been no drama on Twitter that I've seen. Uh, but also, there was a live viewing party up in New York or something. Um, and a bunch of them were there, and, like, they all got on really well, and, like, even the people who weren't there, like, they were all, like, joking about Kai being a hoe, but in, like, not in a, oh, we hate him, you shitty kind of way, but in, like, a, oh, Kai's a hoe kind of way. Like, it's like he's our friend now and we just get right. this. Right, like, they all seem to be just friends, like, in- Remy included, like, they all seem to get along with Remy. That like, doesn't surprise me, to be honest with you. So it's yeah. just really interesting to see, I hope that these people are better than other people, because I hate straight people. I No, wait. You can't say that so often, because it's gonna come across a certain way and i'm gonna edit you out heterophobic i am yes that down with straighty you're ruining marriage for the rest of us <laughs> but uh i i am like guardedly optimistic for this season no i will yeah. say we i mean seem like we're doing good and totally. i like a lot of these people and even the ones i don't like i don't hate the way i did some other people on previous seasons I, yeah holy and like, you know, and, and sort of, you know, I joke about hitting straight people, but no, the serious part of it is I do, whether it's right or wrong, hold gay people to a higher queer people to a higher standard just because it's like a group I'm a part of. And I always hold them to higher standards. And that might be shitty of me, but here I am doing it. All right. Well, we did it. We made it through another episode of the Boom Boom Room. But before we go, Aubrey, we usually end with a moral from you. My moral for this week is, if you're going to be a hoe, be a hoe. But, like, just be a hoe. Own up to it. Also, I realized that my, 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 my moral is effectively, be more like a Remy, which is never something I'd suggest to people, but I guess <laughs> here I am suggesting it to people. I mean, don't, but also, if you're a Remy, admit it. That's the moral, I guess is be who you are, but be honest about it. So if you're a Remy, just be a Remy. Don't pretend to be not a Remy. I couldn't think of someone else who's like a good foil to Remy right now.
All right, thank you for listening to another episode of the Boom Boom Room. Find us on Reddit. We post regularly in the Are You The One subreddit. We'd love to see your comments on our posts there. I think we also have a subreddit of our own, and if we don't, we will soon. A link will be here, which is, again, another place for you to post your thoughts if you don't like emailing us at tbbrpodcast at gmail.com. We're going to try and be getting these out each week over the course of the weekend. So you have plenty of time to listen before the next one comes out. Um, but also the fact that this show airs on Wednesday sucks, so bear with us. Uh, <laughs> that's all I got. Aubrey, do you have anything? Uh, I'm looking to see if we have a subreddit. We do! It has two posts in it. We'll try to fix that. And if you enjoyed the show, we'd love it if you left us a review. Uh, if you didn't, send us an email. I think that's it's better that way. Uh, and we'll see you next week. I'm like, I'm literally parked right next to the hotel. Like, I don't know how I could possibly not be getting Wi-Fi right now. You're in your car? If I'm being completely honest. So, well, we're going to get to that. That's... <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>